Greetings, fellow Federationists. Today is Thursday, December 2nd, 2021, and this is presidential release number 511, opening our season of Thanksgiving here in the National Federation of the Blind, and we're putting this release together, both live and recorded, in person at the National Federation of the Blind Jernigan Institute Members Hall with a crowd of Federationists and supporters. So glad to have you here. You guys can cheer, it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> so happy holidays to everybody in the National Federation of the Blind. We have a lot to talk about this evening, so I'm gonna go ahead and jump right in. And I wanna start by reminding everybody that the best holiday elf can be found on NFB Newsline. You know, our NFB Newsline service is a great tool to use during the holiday time, whether it's uh, shopping for holiday gift ideas or recipes for entertaining the, your family during the holidays. You can find those holiday gift ideas or recipes in magazines like Better Homes and Gardens or Every Day with Rachel Ray, so many other publications as well. You might look for clothing gift ideas that you might find in QG or one of the other magazines that we have uh, like In Style on Newsline. If you're shopping maybe for the techie on your list, you might uh, look into Apple Insider or Android Central or one of the other great tech publications we have. But it's not just shopping through the uh, magazine. You can also find the great shows that you want to watch on television with your family in the uh, television listings section. Uh, you can also, for the really savvy shoppers, don't forget that you can get the ads from Target and Walmart right on NFB Newsline. And of course, built right into the NFB Newsline mobile app is the KNFB Reader Basics. So when you need to read those labels on your packages or find out what ingredients a recipe calls for, uh, something that's been sent to you that you can't identify, you have it for free right in the NFB Newsline app. Now, if you are not an NFB Newsline user, you have time to sign up. And we should encourage our chapters to encourage people to utilize Newsline. And uh, the holidays is a great time to show the real value of this free service. So to get more information about Newsline, you should go to nfbnewsline.org or call us at 410-659-9314 and dial extension 2317. Great shopping tips there. Now, before we end the year, we have to start thinking about next year and what we're going to do. And the first big event we're going to have is our 2022 Washington Seminar, which will kick off officially at 5 p.m. Eastern Time on February 7th with our great gathering in. Now, many people have been asking, what are we going to do with our Washington Seminar? And our team has devised a plan that we think does what we need to do to have advocacy both in person and virtual. It's a really complicated situation because uh, we have to navigate 
the COVID protocols, um, Congress and the complexities that are happening with accessing Congress. And so we've devised a plan that will take advantage of a two-pronged approach and both prongs are really important. So first and foremost, we're gonna have a DC delegation. This will be our in-person contingent for Washington seminar. And we've assigned each affiliate with a specific number of people to have in person based on congressional representation. Now I know every affiliate would love to have more people in person. Unfortunately, uh, the rules in Congress and accessing the Capitol just won't allow for that. So we think that this is the best approach. We believe that some meetings will happen in person uh, with members of Congress and that in-person delegation will handle those meetings. Equally as important is our virtual delegation. We think that a number of meetings will still have to happen over Zoom as we did this year. And so we'll have really two teams for every affiliate working on meetings with members of Congress. Again, both of these contingents are really important to the advocacy work we're going to do in 2022. And so I encourage each of our affiliates to start developing uh, this two-pronged approach. We've given affiliate presidents information about how this is going to work and the hotel information. This allows us also to maximize participation in a really strategic way. Now, our students are still planning to have a leadership training and meeting in the course of the Washington Seminar, so we are encouraging affiliates to think about growing that next generation of leaders by having a student as part of their delegation. Now, even before we get to Washington Seminar and before this year is over, we have work we can do in Congress, especially to promote the Access Technology Affordability Act. We want to continue to build co-sponsor support for this bill. We're doing great. We're doing great on this bill, but we need to do better. We really need to do better. Now, remember, this is H.R. 431, and in the Senate, it's S. 212. We have 114 co-sponsors in the House and 32 in the Senate. It's great progress, but we need to do better. We need to keep pushing those numbers up because every co-sponsor we get gets us in a better position to attach this bill to some other vehicle that might make it through Congress. So take some time, even in this busy holiday month, to keep putting pressure on those members of Congress, especially those who you've reached out to many times, haven't committed, get them to commit, get them on the bill. We need to get this done. We've been very close to getting into some packages that have gone through Congress, and as you know, not many go through. So we will get this bill done, but it's gonna take our collective support. Now, that's not the only bill we're working on, and we continue to make progress in other areas. On November 18th, Senator Casey of Pennsylvania introduced the Transformation to Competitive em Integrated Employment Act in the Senate. This is, uh, the bill number is S3238, and uh, Senator Casey is joined by the lead co-sponsor from Montana is Steve Daines. So really important, again, bipartisan support 
for this bill, which will phase out the use of sub-minimum wages for people with disabilities. This is a Senate companion bill to H.R. 30, excuse me, 2373, bill that's already in the House. We need you to contact your senators to get momentum for this bill going. Uh, we are making significant progress on eliminating subminimum wages for people with disabilities across the country, but we need Congress to codify what we already know, which is people with disabilities deserve the dignity of equal work for equal pay. So recently we've celebrated the 81st anniversary of the National Federation of the Blind. And blind people have gained so much in this country because we have come together and we've determined for ourselves what our future will be. This year I've urged us to use the slogan forward, which I stole from my home state, which has that as its slogan. Now, forward has been our motto this year, but forward does not mean that we ignore the past. In fact, it means that we study it. We come to understand it in ways that we hadn't before, and we use that knowledge to build upon it to build the future stronger. And we use that knowledge to go forward with a better strength and a better determination for our future. A future that we face together. And I'm really thankful for the diverse, committed, and thoughtful people of this movement. We're truly blessed, truly blessed that we have each other and that we can bond together around a movement that makes a difference in our lives and in the lives of so many others. We're thankful that we have built the best training programs in the world for blind people, <laughs> including including our training centers in Louisiana and Colorado and Minnesota, and so many other programs that are best in class and really set an example for what programs for the blind should be. But it's not just enough that we build programs. I'm really thankful that we continue to talk about how to make them bigger and better. We're not satisfied, even with the success we had. We know that we need to go even further. And so I'm also thankful that we continue to challenge each other to keep raising those expectations. And sometimes that's really hard. Sometimes that causes us to take a real hard and honest look at what we've been doing. And 2021 has been in many ways a hard year for our movement. But we've faced it with strength and determination and honesty and heart. And we've demonstrated that we collectively have all that we need to tackle the hardest situations. 
and whatever hard situations might be in front of us. We collectively have the wisdom that we share with each other by interacting with each other, by challenging each other. We also have the determination and commitment to come together to find the heart in what we do and to continue to share support and love for each other even when it's hard. And what underscores all of that is that we recognize the true value in having a vehicle for collective action by blind people. That we can do more together. That we can be more successful together. And sometimes when you look around in society, there's not enough togetherness. And I'm really, really thankful that we have that in the National Federation of the Blind. So thinking about 2022, it's really going to be time for us to utilize the transformational experience that we've had during COVID and during the challenges that we've faced this year and to take our organization to the next level. Let's use the lessons, the strength that we've gained in the last couple years to figure out how to take our organization even further. Let's demonstrate to America the power of the organized blind movement and that in fact, we did not diminish our efforts during the pandemic, we made them stronger. Let's also, let's also find new ways to continue that training and to bring in and develop the next generation of leaders for our organization. We know that by teaching, we have continued to strengthen ourselves and those around us by teaching. And we know that by teaching, that's when the real learning occurs for us. So for 2022, I call on us to build forward together. In 2022, we want to build together. Those are my reflections as I come to um, think about the work that we've done this year and what we're going to share together next year. Now we have a unique, really unique uh, opportunity this evening because we do have here live and in person our first vice president. And um, she serves uh, the organized blind movement in many ways. But I think most importantly, she best represents the true spirit of giving and heart that we experience when we come to the National Federation of the Blind. And so I wanted to give our first vice president an opportunity to share with the membership her reflections here at the end of 2021. So Pam, over to you. Thank you. Thank you so much, President Riccobono. Uh, thank you for your words. And most importantly, thank you for your leadership and the ways that you teach each of us each day and show us through your vulnerability and your humanity what it means to lead and to serve. So we're so grateful. It's wonderful to be with everybody tonight as we reflect on this transformative time in our organization. And I wanna take a moment to acknowledge everybody that is here in the room and everyone that is listening all over our country, 
the most important part of our organization, our members. The work that we would that we do together would not be possible without the honesty, the love, the commitment of each member who gives so tirelessly every day in our chapters and our affiliates and our divisions all around the country, truly helping blind people live the lives that, that we want and expanding what we thought was possible. So as we learn and grow and strive to do better each day, I would like to, on behalf of myself and my husband Roland, wish everyone a very happy holiday and continue to pledge my commitment to this organization and to support you, President Riccobono, and to work tirelessly to serve the members in the work that we do and changing what it means to be blind for everyone. Looking forward to 2022 and all the lives that we will touch and the lives that we will change because of our work together. Thank you, wishing you peace and joy in the new year. Thank you very much, Pam. And uh, very much uh, appreciate the opportunity to support uh, you and Roland and all of our training center staff across the country that do so much great work on a daily basis in the trenches. There's a lot of other thank yous to give out uh, across the Federation this evening. I want to thank our affiliates who have already fulfilled their pledges made at the National Convention. Those roll call pledges make a big difference in the work that we do. If uh, your affiliate has not yet uh, fulfilled your pledge, I'd ask you to do it before the end of the year because we got a lot of work ahead so we need those dollars uh, in the door please that would be great but thank you for the generosity our members have shown and our affiliates this year and I want to just take a moment on that to mention that you know during the pandemic we we wondered what would happen especially around our pre-authorized contribution plan you know the PAC plan is uh, our primary way of people giving a monthly contribution to this organization. We speculated a lot about what would happen, but as we sit at the end of 2021, our PAC numbers are better than they have been ever before, and of course we don't know exactly uh, what we will collect in December, but um, we believe that 2021 will be the first year that we actualize better than $500,000 collected in a year on the PAC plan. And that's because of the commitment of so many members across the country who got on the PAC plan, who stepped up their pledges, even despite difficult circumstances. And so uh, I urge everybody to um, recognize how deep the appreciation is for for those dollars and the difference it makes on a monthly basis and to invite others to be part of that significant wave of support. Uh, if we keep up this pace of activity, we will well outpace $500,000 for the year of 2022. And we need that because we have much more we want to do. See, that's how you know you have a real uh, live audience. You know? 
Now, I also want to acknowledge the, some state affiliates and local chapters that have made uh, special contributions, financial contributions, to the organization uh, this year above and beyond the normal contributions they might make. And these have come in since the convention. Thank you to the NFB of Delaware, the NFB of Texas, the NFB of Arizona, all of these uh, affiliates making grants to the national organization to support our educational initiatives during 2021. Also, uh, general unrestricted contributions came in since the convention from the NFB of Idaho, Treasure Valley chapter, and from the NFB of Maryland, our Greater Baltimore chapter, the NFB of Connecticut, thank you for your contribution, as well as the NFB of Minnesota, the NFB of Iowa, the NFB of California. These general contributions are really important because they give us lots of flexibility to put those dollars where we need them to be. We also have a spirit uh, and a tradition of sharing in our organization when our affiliates get bequests. And so thank you to the NFB of Ohio, Oregon, and Utah for sharing a bequest with us during the last six months. Now, it's not too late to make a contribution to the National Federation of the Blind. I do want to remind you of that, but we truly, sincerely appreciate all of the major contributions made to our organization by those who have given dollars this year. It's made a huge difference. I do have a few Federation family notes to share with you this evening, and, and I regret to uh, have to bring you the sad news from Arkansas, really sad news, uh, reporting that a member of ours, Tevin Bailey, who also is known by Diamond in our Arkansas affiliate, was killed in a car crash on Thanksgiving morning. Diamond was a student uh, active in our Arkansas student division, also very active with our social media activities. I would encourage you to keep Diamond and her family in your thoughts and prayers. From California, our San Joaquin County chapter reports the loss of chapter board member Anita King, who passed away on Monday, November 22nd, due to some medical complications. Uh, Miss King was a very enthusiastic Federation member and brought a lot of spirit to our chapters, activities, and to the board there. From Florida, our Greater Jacksonville chapter reports the passing of Elizabeth, she went by Beth, Bowen Dial, Elizabeth Beth Bowen Dial, on October 4, 2021. She was 81 years old. 
Beth played a key role in building our Florida affiliate. She was a pivotal part of the affiliate going back to its earliest days and uh, was very active in the chapter, including having served as its president at one time, the Jacksonville chapter being one of the four charter chapters of the affiliate. From our Maryland affiliate, I'd ask you to keep uh, the family and friends of Linda Wellman in your thoughts and prayers. She passed away uh, very unexpectedly at the age of 62 on November 20th. 2021. Um, Linda was a member of our Greater Baltimore Chapter and of our Maryland Seniors Division. She was very active in continuing to advance her skills. She was preparing to go for a adjustment to blindness training at the Colorado Center for the Blind. Also, on November 28, 2021, I regret to inform you of the passing of Mary Nichols, who lost a long battle with cancer. Uh, Mary has been a longtime member of our Greater Baltimore chapter and of the NFB of Maryland, serving in many capacities, including our seniors division. She leaves behind her husband of 54 years, Orlo Nichols, who continues to be a member of the Federation family. So I'd encourage you to keep all of these Federationists uh, in your thoughts and prayers, those that we've lost uh, all year, and those that we may not have known about and been able to share on this release. Now, as we come to the end of the year, though, we do have one joyful bit of news from Virginia. I'm pleased to report that Julie McGinnity and Joe Orozco welcomed November Kathleen Orozco on November 6, 2021 at 2.51 p.m. She weighed in at 6 pounds, 13 ounces, and was 18 and one-half inches long. Congratulations to Julie and Joe, and welcome to November as the newest member of the National Federation of the Blind. As we come to the end of this presidential um, release, I want to express one more important sentiment, and that is for the leadership of um, the entire board of directors of the National Federation of the Blind. You know, nothing we do happens because of one individual, and uh, especially in 20. 21, where we have faced some hard circumstances, had some hard conversations. Our leadership team, our elected leaders have really come together in a, in a very special and important way to do some hard work together. And that's um, despite personal uh, difficult circumstances that some of our board members have also faced at the same time. So I want to express my deep appreciation to the leaders of the National Federation of the Blind. I think every member of our organization can feel confident that um, they are represented by people who are uh, have big hearts and also um, big 
imaginations about what we can do in the future, and I think that gives me a great deal of hope for what we will do together in 2022. So before, <laughs> before we uh, get to the customary endings, let me say to you, um, happy holidays, warmest wishes. Let's go build the National Federation of the Blind after we ring some jingle bells. Jingle bells, jingle all the way. Oh, what fun it is to ride in a one-horse open sleigh. Hey! Jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. Please, everyone, join us for our next NFB presidential release live on Tuesday, January 4th, which also is World Braille Day in honor of Louis Braille's birthday, coincidentally. Speaking of Braille, at 8 p.m. Eastern, using Zoom, the Nations Blind YouTube channel, our internet stream, or by asking your Amazon vice to open Nations Blind. Please contact President Riccobono at 410-659-9314 or via email at officeofthepresident at nfb.org. Oriana, I'll be telling you two jokes. What's Santa Claus's favorite kind of chips? I don't know. What? Kringles potato chips. <laughs> Yummy! What do reindeer say before they tell you a joke? I don't know what. This one's going to slay you. Hi, I'm Elizabeth Frigabona, and I'll be telling you a joke. Excellent. What does Santa say to the distracted gift? I don't know what. Just be present. The preceding message was brought to you by Mark Frigabono, President, National Federation of the Blind, Office of the President at nfb.org. 410-659-9314, www.nfb.org. Let's go build the National Federation of the Blind.